Hey, this is Mike Kovar, the schooner kid from Mallrats. You're listening to Jay and Bob Minute. A schooner is a sailboat, stupid head. Dueling Genre Welcome to the Chainsaw and the Five Minute. We're covering the movie Dogma one minute at a time. Today we're covering Minute 44, quite possibly the greatest Mary Magdalene minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And I'm Bob J. Kester of the Immunities Podcast. All right, fellas, this, uh, this minute we're going to go from stealing stereos and we're going to almost hear about the kid next door. <laughs> you have to <laughs> stay tuned until Friday for that uh, exciting conclusion. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's quite the cliffhanger there. <laughs> The steel and stereos thing is a weird, because <laughs> like, you know the usual thing is like you know it's okay for you know a black man to you know shine your shoes or serve you or something like that, but you know it's like it's okay for a, you know a black man to steal yeah. stereos. It's like well, no, I don't think I don't okay. think most people consider <laughs> that okay. That's not okay. No, it's not okay I, for anyone <laughs> to steal my stereo. Yeah, he's making the wrong thing. He's like uh, the way to put it would be like you can accept that a black man will steal your stereo, but you cannot accept that he's your lord and savior. Right, right. I think that's where he's going, but like. It's not how he said it. This also <laughs> strikes me as as a, a Chris Rock edition slash maybe not a riff, but like something he changed. Yeah. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Because uh, we we talked about it before. This was the first movie where actors were allowed to change the dialogue at all. Right. Up until well, now, Kevin it was Smith like said. yeah. Up until He's now, like, it was the Aaron Sorkin rules of say it the way I wrote it, right. including all the periods, pauses, and commas. I've heard Kevin Smith say, what am I going to tell Chris Rock or George Carlin how to be funny? I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, yeah. Once you have, he's like, those were, he's like, am I going to tell Chris Rock and George Carlin how to be funny? Am I going to tell Alan Rickman how to act? Right. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah in point, a way, if you, if you think of the stuff that Rufus says, well, a little later, you know, about like Jesus's brothers and sisters, that could have been his whole cause, you know, the whole, you know, these people were just, were just people, they had sex type thing, you know, and like yeah. the, the whole like black angle on it. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure he didn't completely make that up, but it, yeah. it was probably expanded a lot for him. But yeah, yeah, given the other people they were thinking of casting, I think they were all black. But. Yeah, because this seems to be, I would argue even the Jesus, it, it all seems like more of a pet peeve. And then we get on to it, yeah, like later in the week we'll talk about where I think he should really have his focus. I like that he's still hungry. Apparently falling down the earth makes you a little... A little peck. <laughs> well, it's, it's been uh, you know a couple thousand years since he. Yeah, ate, exactly. Right? He's yeah. possibly never had a hash brown. Yeah. Well, we did mention that before. Like, is this the first time he's returned to Earth since his <laughs> oh, yeah, death in uh, I guess like in the 30s? Because <laughs> <laughs> it seems like he's like, oh, the last time I had food it was goat's milk and something or other. How does he even know what a hash brown is? That's what I want to know. Well, he knows a lot of stuff. I mean, that's what he gets into in the second half. Is he knows everything? Well, you know, at least about her. So. Right, but I guess no, but he, he asks what the what the egg of booby muffin is, but he he turns around and says, "Hey, can you go finish that hash brown?" Yeah, but he <laughs> may know what an egg muffin sandwich is. Right, right. Or <laughs> like he has some idea of like what kinds of food there is. I mean, that's a very stylized type of food. Like that's not like a hash brown. That's like a very specific thing. Like maybe he doesn't know exactly what like a Whopper is. But he <laughs> might know what a hamburger is. Okay. What exactly I mean, is the difference really between a Whopper interested. and a Quarter Pounder? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they looked hard enough, well, they're out in the middle of nowhere, though. I was going to say, if they looked hard enough, they could probably find some food that he would find pretty close to what he had back then. Mm. Although, Coach they're American currently fish. in the middle of nowhere, so maybe not out there. <laughs> Got to be a little closer to a major city to probably find something, what he's looking for. They found the movies. Yeah, I don't know that's if that's great. food anybody should eat. 
<laughs> I don't know. I hear the pop-ups are pretty good. <laughs> I did too, but like, all right, in this world, because we're assuming in this world that we're watching, if dogma yeah. exists in, that all the other food chains also exist. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a McDonald's, there's a Burger King, there's a Wendy's. Where in the pecking order do you believe movies is? Mm-hmm. Is it like top tier like them? Is it like a little lower? Are you getting down to like Jack in the Box type stuff? Like, yeah, I, would, the, I guess I think the, of them as sort of the equivalent of Burger King. So yeah, sort of yeah. On that level. So they're Up not like, like five. I think we'd all, everyone would agree. Like, there's there's McDonald's, and then there's then you start going down from there. Yeah. McDonald's is even if food aside, it's a matter if you like it or not. They are the right. recognized brand. Billions and billions served. Well, that if someone says fast food <laughs> restaurant, chances are. Three quarters of the people, first thing that came to their mind was McDonald's. Right. Yeah. I mean, it is the all-time branding win, maybe. Yeah, I probably went like 20 years without going to a McDonald's, and that would still have been the first thing I thought. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's so indelible. You, yeah. you could go anywhere, and they might have different fast food places, but they're going to have a McDonald's. Mm. It might be McDonald's, uh, Burger King, Wendy's, which would be, I would say, around where we live, your most common lineup. It could be a McDonald's, a Roy Rogers, and a Hardee's. But the McDonald's oh, will be there. Roy Rogers. <laughs> I haven't had Roy Rogers in so long. I got fond memories of Roy Rogers. Yeah, Roy Rogers to me was just, you were on a long trip somewhere and you pulled off on the interstate. Yeah, yeah, but they were big burgers. They were much bigger than McDonald's burgers. Yeah, but I couldn't <laughs> imagine eating them any other time except then. No, yeah, it was on the highway. Yeah, that's the only time I've ever seen them. Yeah, that, that's like the Cracker Barrel. Like, as far as yeah. I'm concerned, Cracker Barrels are only on exits. <laughs> 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 cracker Barrels do not exist in actual towns. They're only on exits. Yeah, if you live there, the Cracker Barrel doesn't even exist. It's just like... No, you can't see it. You can't even find <laughs> yeah. it. It's There's like parents telling their right kids... right by us, Jeff. We don't even yeah. know it. Oh, yeah. There, there could be a Cracker Barrel right in front of me right now, and I wouldn't be able to see it. You can only see it if I exit off the highway somewhere. It's like parents telling kids that Chuck E. Cheese is only open on birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great excuse there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chuck E. Cheese, uh, equally the best and worst place on earth. Oh, absolutely. But because I figure movies has to be a, a certain level of big or else, like, you know, the angels going after them, you know, after the board doesn't uh, have the same impact. You know, if they're just right. like in and out Burger or something. Well, kind of thing. yeah, do they get targeted because they have a legitimate golden, they have a calf as their thing? <laughs> so, like, <they're> really, <laughs> it certainly didn't help. It's like shining a real light on you, like, what if this was McDonald's and they tried to kill, <laughs> they tried to kill Ronald McDonald? <laughs> they can't kill the Grimace because as we all know, nothing can kill, kill the Grimace. Oh, sure. Oh, <laughs> what was it? Oh, did they, they must be pretty big. They got their own theme song that is continuously playing for this minute, if you can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> And we're led to believe by what we see later that they are a nationwide chain. Yeah. Yeah, I would say they're probably top three, top five. They got to be at least like, you know, Burger King, like a Wendy's type level. Like, I don't yeah, think they're right. regional. I don't think they're like In-N-Out Burger or something that's just in one spot. I never had an In-N-Out Burger. You've never been to the West Coast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't have the same thing. I never had one until I went out to like the West Coast. And the only thing right. you could even approximate it to around here is the Five Guys. Okay, makes sense. Right, yeah. Where it's like, it's like fast food, but like, for that one item, it's like a step up fast food. Mm. It's like they have really, Jack? really good burgers. How about Jack in the Box? Do you have you ever have a Jack in the Box? Yeah, that's like a step down from everything. 
Okay. <laughs> Dead. It's like, it's like Jack I think they in the had Box. They've had them here like, in my youth, but I don't yeah. think they've had them here for a long time. Oh God! Like Jack in the Box, like White Castle. Like you're talking like those are like I used to love White Castle. They're like bargain basement. Like that's that's like cafeteria food. I used to love those little square White Castle burgers. When they <laughs> I mean, also, I was 10 or 12, you know, I wasn't as Oh, you have to be 10 and 12, I, or you right. have to be, like, drunk or high. It's the only other thing exactly. I'm going to in those places. Like, if I have McDonald's now, i got to call out of work the next day. That's how it's like, <laughs> like a McDonald's right. hangover. <laughs> it's funny, I, can, I have positive memories of, like, White Castle hamburgers and, like, the fries and the shakes. And if yeah, I ever see good. on their sign that they've got anything but that, I'm like, I'm not going in there. <laughs> like, I'm not trusting you with with cheese or chicken <laughs> or you know. Stuff. I've always seen. I love going to a place like any of those fast food places, and you walk in there and they have like salads and stuff. I'm like, who makes that decision? <laughs> I'm gonna go into McDonald's and have this salad. I was at a I'm, McDonald's in Florida. It was like a bistro. They had like pizza and salads and everything in there. <laughs> it was amazing. I would have left immediately. It was weird. It was the world's largest entertainment McDonald's. They had TVs everywhere. It was crazy. It was, it was in Florida, in Orlando, I think it was. <laughs> so let me ask you guys a question. If you were following Jesus around for three years, would you be upset that you didn't get laid during that time? <laughs> <laughs> I think you have to assume that's part of the contract. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, I don't, I don't think know. that's big on Jesus' list there. Yeah, I was like, say, when you're hanging around with Jesus, does, does that attract women towards you guys? Or like, I Listen, I'm looking at the real world here. <laughs> say you're traveling around with a preacher and say that you have found the one preacher who actually lives by what he says. Right. You know, he's abstinent. It could be a man or a woman. Abstinent, they word of God, blah, 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 all that. There's still going to be groupies in that orbit. Absolutely. <laughs> and if you are in the orbit as well and you're willing to step into the up to the plate, someone's going to be willing to throw you the ball. Right. <laughs> like, right. there hasn't been one famous important person who has moved around who does not attract groupies to them some kind of groupie yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so like i find it impossible to believe that he could not get laid for three years well no, I, mean, I think the idea wasn't that he couldn't have it's just that he that he was forbidden to yeah oh see well then yeah, i don't want to travel with that guy that'd be my last day <laughs> you wouldn't have to worry about me being the 14th apostle You'd be like i don't think so yeah, but i'm sure he's offering up a lot of other stuff though you know he's giving he's <laughs> Tell them we're going oh, so to are you balancing that, that against like eternal life? You're like, ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like, so like oh, I said, was there like 25 wine, apostles yeah. at the beginning and only like 12 guys made it through? <laughs> you know, they wake up, they're like, yo, where's Ezekiel at? Oh, they're like, yo, man, he's gone. <laughs> he just shacked up with that girl last night. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, Bob. All the wine you can drink. Come on. Yeah, free filet of fish. You know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Who, I'm trying to remember what comedian. I think it was um, Sam Kennison that did that, might have done that joke, where he's talking about, he's like, every time they show up somewhere, He's like, and none of them bring any food. And he's like, what? None of you could have brought a sandwich? I got to make food out of nothing for you guys? And then he's like, he goes, and he's supposed to be Jesus. And he goes home. And I think it's, I guess it's Mary Magdalene. It's just like, where are those 12 losers you hang around with? And she's like, they're not losers. They're my friends. They're fucking losers. They don't get a job. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get laid. Uh, he says, especially with Mary Magdalene. I feel like that would have been a real line crosser. Um, her name shows up quite a bit in the Bible. Oh yeah. <laughs> Although if you want to step into there. <laughs> Although, Although that's attempt- a lot of, there's a lot of debatable about whether this Mary, oh, my or God. This Mary so, is like the same person, but yeah. So I tried to step into the whole Mary Magdalene thing and quickly learned why you don't try to step into biblical stuff. Oh yeah. Because uh, here I'll try to run it by Chris since he probably when you say when you hear the name Mary Magdalene, does any come thing come to your mind? Well, yeah, she's the one 
who isn't she the one who wiped his uh, Jesus's face? She was a prostitute, right? Ah, see, <laughs> that's what yep. I'm talking about. Because <laughs> yeah. I would say that's the first thing people th- think, and right. then I look it up, and it has all the stuff, and it says she's listed as traveling with Jesus and supporting his ministry, which probably means that she was wealthy and like gave them oh, money. They okay. recall sometimes she was known as the apostle of the apostles, basically being able oh. to like hook them up with money. But yeah, at some point, like the Middle Ages or somebody, somebody decided she was also the prostitute. Yeah. And so here's what, I, here's prostitute. what I was able to find. Yeah, that's funny. The portrayal of Mary Magdalene as a prostitute began in 591 when Pope Gregory I conflated Mary mm. Magdalene, who was introduced in Luke 8-2, with Mary of Bethany, Luke 10-39, and the unnamed sinful woman who anointed Jesus' feet in Luke 7-36-50. through 50. Oh, they put them together. So gotcha. And it's that's just not even asshole counting. pope who just decided, like, oh, no, that's the same person. What? <laughs> Yo, show your work, buddy. How you get this information? <laughs> and then but that's the not even counting. Like a lot of people think of her also as like the the woman taken in adultery. You know, who leads to the whole like he is without sin, cast the first stone right. story. Yeah, which <laughs> is the most she was the dicey story in the entire New Testament, and that's saying something <laughs> in terms of like the possibility that it actually happened. But that's right. I got her mixed up with somebody named Veronica who wiped the sweat from Jesus's face too. I, didn't, I thought it was the same woman too. So. <laughs> I just, just looked it up and was like, "Whoops." Well, the problem is there's a lot of a lot of you know this person said this, this person said that, and last time I checked, nobody on this uh, podcast is a biblical scholar. <laughs> right. Um, I tr- I tried to get an actual priest to come on, but can you guess what kind of answers I got for those? Oh sure. <laughs> Even Father David wouldn't go for it? <laughs> uh, he gave a very polite pass. Oh, okay. He wasn't the only priest you asked, though, was he? Didn't he? No, he was not. Else too? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, Father David, he was nice. That he wrote back, and like, and I told, and I said when I wrote to him, I'm like this, and I totally understand if you cannot come on. Right. And I think he was less about, like, I don't want to come on because of the, of what they talk about, and more of like, yeah, I really didn't enjoy the movie. So, like, I don't want to come on and talk about something I didn't really care for. And, like, I've had that before with our movies. I had that a couple times on Chasing Amy. Right. People were like, listen, I got no problem with what it's about. I love Kevin Smith. I didn't like that movie. And, you know, I don't want to come on and talk about a movie I didn't care for. We had people say, I'll do Clerks and I'll do Dogma, but I'm skipping Chasing Amy. Yeah, we had a couple of those, too. Yeah. Yeah, where are they now? Yeah. It depends depends what bothers you. Well, the problem is if you skip one movie with us, chances are I forgot who you are. And then I forget. You know, when I go to pull the list for guests the next year, I just pulled the last one. (laughs) I don't go back. (laughs) <laughs> people get lost in the in the shuffle right. well that and Chris and I have made it very plainly obvious that we couldn't we couldn't remember people the guests said this year no no yeah that's pretty bad because I yeah. told a guy oh yeah we'll bring you on and then I said it to Jeff and Jeff was like he was already on <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah we're doing great yeah so uh Chris Rock pretty much intimates that he wanted to uh have carnal relations with Mary Magdalene yeah right which one place, if you had asked me before I rewatched this movie, like, does this movie go into the the whole, like, conspiracy theory, you know, the whole, like, you know, Jesus was married to Mary Magdalene and they had kids type thing? I would have said yes, but this is actually the closest it gets to it. You know, it's his thing about, you know, because she had a thing for dark meat. Yeah. I think it's yeah, the closest yeah. they come to, like, hinting at something like that. Because that's really, think, you know, if yeah. the whole Last Zion yeah, thing. Is it, is it, I think it's Friday and maybe even into next week when they talk about, when they get into the rest of it. Right, the rest right, of, not right. even the conspiracy theory, but more of the, the hey, there's a, you know, for someone whose life is so well documented, there is a huge missing piece. Right, right. <laughs> but they're all, but they only go as far as like the brothers part. You know, they don't go into the, yeah. the actual the the stuff it actually touching Jesus himself yeah. thing, which I thought was an interesting 
slicing yeah. of the thing. Because like I think that didn't get like really huge, super popularized until Da Vinci Code, which oh, was God. a few years after this. But there'd already been like. <laughs> This whole holy bread, holy grail, like, you know, like airport bestsellers, you know, about like the secret life of Jesus and stuff that talked about that a lot. Well, it's the perfect thing to talk about because there's a framework to it. There's information at the beginning and the end. And it basically is like, well, just choose your own adventure in the beginning. <laughs> as long as he starts where we all know he starts and he ends where it all we all know it's going to end. We all know it begins in that manger and ends on that cross. And you can just pretty much put whatever you want in the middle. <laughs> That's true. Like every yeah. single, the Christian community in every single country says that he visited there, like dur during the missing years, for instance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this guy has stopped more places than George Washington stopped in New Jersey. <laughs> George Washington slept here. <laughs> Did he, though? <laughs> yeah, that and my other favorite of like when people sell like trinkets and stuff. I'm like, this is an actual sliver from the cross. Is it? Yeah, yeah. It's a sliver from a cross made 2,000 years ago. <laughs> and you have enough of them to sell on your website. <laughs> like right next to the uh, Dracula's castle dust. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, how many you can also buy a star. You, yeah. How many slivers of wood could you sell before there was nothing left? <laughs> it's like, I don't think I like your business model. <laughs> so he wants a little quid pro quo here. Or he wants, he's willing to help her if she'll help him later on with his campaign. Right. I am confused of what exactly can she do? Yeah, even I guess I'm thinking that he thinks she's going to be like, you know, a big prophet, you know, like a big, uh, yeah. I mean, even though he's the prophet, you know, that she, she's, oh no, I guess the, the, the dudes are the prophets, but then yeah. she's going to become a big religious icon at some point. Yeah, but, but say they go to New Jersey, they run into Bartleby and Loki, say in a perfect world, all the other stuff's not happening and they just talk them out of going in and they don't go in. Right. She's still in no position to do anything to help him. Um, even if she could try to write something about it. And somehow get it published and have anybody care about it. The minute one person does a Google search on her and finds out what she does for a living, mm. no one's really going to care what she has to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's another thing she's going to change is that kind of thinking. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen, I mean, there's just being, there's believing in miracles and as he'll say later, of just being plain old gullible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we get, to, we get to the end here is where he does his, there, ain't much, there isn't much I don't know. And then he's just about to tell a story, which we'll recount on Friday, so we won't get into it right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's it's the it's the same problem a lot of movies have, where characters that show up are both half all-knowing and half don't know anything. Right. Yeah. Like, we're given a little more, inform more information later down the road about why people from heaven seem to know a lot of things, but not know a lot of things. Apparently, they were pretty reliant on God. <laughs> That's all I've got to say. <laughs> right. I told Chris earlier in the weeks, I go, if this is the best that heaven can muster without God, I don't have a lot of faith for what's going to happen <laughs> if God somehow removed from the picture. Like, this is it? This was the best you could come up with? Yeah, this is proof that they need him, no doubt. <laughs> you know, like, I read Paradise Lost. They're like, they were, they had their crap much better together in that thing. Like, they were down there whipping demon ass left, right, and center. And then I see this, this is what you got. You know, you're throwing two stoners at the problem, one pissed off apostle. <laughs> Uh, last scion who doesn't want to be involved. <laughs> right. I don't know. Does anybody have anything else before we get on to when we find out uh, what kind of pissing we get into some piss games on Friday? <laughs> yeah, no. I want to know what's going on here. <laughs> well, I guess I'd, say, I'd just say, you know, like uh, his Chris Rock's arc, you know, which is almost finished, even though the movie, there's lots of movie to go, is, you know, it's just sort of like, okay, I'm willing to help you if you'll help me with my you know, racial equality thing. And then eventually it's just, okay, I'll just help you, you know, regardless. You know, it's just... Yeah. 
probably if there was like Dogma Two, would it be like experience? You know, it's like we'll <laughs> fight in World War Two for you. You know, in exchange for help. You know, and that sort of thing. Yeah, <laughs> help maybe down the line. <laughs> down the line, some point maybe. <laughs> yeah, it was all. All right, uh, you can uh, give your plugs, and then that'll give Chris time to remember ours. Um. Bob Jake History, in addition to podcasts, I have a couple of novels I've written. Uh, the latest one is a thing called Legacy Door, which is kind of a supernatural mystery type thing about uh, people discovering uh, terrible family secrets. And it's available on Amazon and Kindle. And we are the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We're on DoingGenre.com. Check out uh, Clerks and Chasing Amy and Mall Rats. We did all those. You got anything else, Jeff? But I'm a fucking demon. Who's <laughs> That's called foreshadowing. <laughs> That's called spoiler. It's quite a spoiler alert for the for this movie. <laughs> <laughs>